things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Well, grace and peace, grace and peace. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Theology where I'm your host, K-Dub, and today... Someone said, we found the (laughs) X-Files. The video that was gone, but is resurrected, is here. We're going to take a review at that. But before we do that, make sure you like this video. Subscribe to the channel. If you're not, as always, click the notification bell so you'll be aware when I go live. So, yes, we have found the video. Matter of fact, to be more accurate, someone sent me the video because they themselves did a video review of it. And so... Uh, I'll explain more of that here in a second. Well, l- let me just go and explain now. Uh, when we play the video, uh, remind the people that will come in later, his, his his voice will be a little high. But I don't, I don't... So, again, I got this video from someone else. <laughs> so sometimes you'll hear them, uh, you know, sniffle or laugh. You know, they did the best to cut their sections out of the video and to send me the raw video. And so... We'll be dealing with that. But before we actually get into that, we actually have a special guest. Now, this pastor, I don't know much about his theology, but he just said he really wanted to come on real quick just to give a a testimonial of the video I found. And so he said, hey, look, just allow me. um, Let me take a sip of my water because I don't know what he's going to say. So I might have to just boot him off. Here's here's to that. So like I said, I don't know what he's about to say. He said he's from that same Pentecostal background, and he wants to give a word from God. Like I said, I don't know what that means. He wants to give a word from God in language Marcus Rogers could understand. And so, like I said, hey, I don't know what he's going to say, so don't take it out on me, please. Just give me a few seconds. I'm going to bring him on here. He said he wants to play something real quick, so hold on. know he was going to go that far okay so i apologize for pastor praise the lord <laughs> i did not know he was going to do that so take it out on me but like i said i didn't know so um sorry sorry <laughs> i know a lot of you guys are you know you know i'm not charismatic like that and so you guys are kind of confused on what's going on 
I don't know. I, 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 but he said he wanted to, he wanted to, uh, you know, explain it in a way Marcus Rogers would understand because he says, Hey, one of the, one of the issues he passed the praise the Lord has with me, he says, you don't speak Marcus Rogers language. And so he said, this would actually be more helpful, but, um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's totally beyond my comfortability and, <laughs> I mean, he had a point, right? Like this video, by the way. <laughs> he does, Pastor Praise the Lord, a.k.a. Pastor Fre Freeman, has a point. How do you claim that God gives you a word to share to people, but then you actually end up deleting that video? So does that mean you deleted the word of God? I mean, the word of God is now null and void now? I mean... So many questions, Marcus Rogers, so many um, answers that are needed, given that's what you said in this video. And like I said, we will we'll play these words. But I just wanted to bring on Pastor, uh, praise the Lord, a.k.a. Pastor Freeman, just to do something different. Maybe Marcus Rogers will hear it from a more charismatic person, right? Because you, you you guys know me. I, I'm to I totally don't do all that. That is... You know, you know, that was my former days, right? When I was, but now I'm more reserved, but he just wanted to come on and share. He said, Hey, Marcus Rogers will hear in this language. He'll, he'll actually hear you. You know, right now he says, you guys are speaking past each other. And so maybe that short version, I, I thought he had, I thought he had some good things to say. Obviously I just would do it in a different way. Right. He, I mean, yeah, there was kind of a resurrection of his video, right? He deleted it, but here we are. The internet, once you post it on the internet, it, it always remembers you, right? <laughs> so some good points made there. But uh so we're gonna play this video as as I said, uh you'll hear the the uh I, I don't know so again this video was sent to me. So if there's some issues with uh in the beginning, his voice is gonna be high, but give it like twenty seconds and it's gonna go back down to normal. You'll hear sniffles and laughters and kinda little pause snippets, but uh, that's because someone else did a video review and then they, they ended up taking pretty much chopping up to where it's only him. So they took their part out of their video review. So that's why they had the full video. So uh, appreciate to the one who sent it. Uh, <laughs> appreciate to the one who sent it. I hope you all like that intro. It's a bit different for this channel. But I mean... That took me a while even to get, so it's nine minutes in. We're not even the video. You guys know I usually like to uh, <laughs> get right into it. So, okay, some of you guys are liking, I like that guy. He should come around more. Okay, so, <clears throat> well, maybe he'll make another appearance. I'll have to see about his schedule. I, I know he's. I know he told me briefly that he does a lot of uh, uh, revivals, and, you know, I'm not into that kind of thing. But, hey, hey we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> What's going on, my brothers and sisters? So it is two o'clock in the morning. I got up. I was in prayer. And yeah. So, uh, love the love gender is the one who sent it to me, and so no, hey, it's good. Hey, we can deal with those minor uh, issues. Um, it, it's totally fine. I just want to let people know. So, like in the beginning, the 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 uh, voice is high, but after about twenty seconds, it goes away and it speaks normal. Um, again, it was sent to me like that, but hey, it's all good. I just felt led to. You know, make this video because oh, and um, 
I took out the section we did last week. Um, so you will see a obvious change in the scenery or the uh, video. I cut the section out that I covered last week. So you don't have to, we don't have to uh, rehash those issues. Um, if you like to watch, see that section again, go to uh, the last live. So let's continue. I believe this is something that, you know, the Lord is really doing in these end times, in this crazy world that we're living in. And so I already know, you know, this video is going to, you know, start a conversation. And a lot of people, if they have some kind of religious pride, is going to manifest. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. And a lot of and, 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 and that's kind of the issue with Marcus Rogers. Anyone who disagrees with him is called a spirit of religious pride. Right. Anyone who doesn't adhere to his, you know, system of thought automatically is prideful. Right. In Marcus Rogers, uh, you know, view it, it. It can't be. Hey, no, you just have a disagreement with Marcus Rogers. It's no, you're you're being prideful. Very interesting. People, they like to in a box. It makes them feel comfortable. But the reality. So there you go. Back to the normal. Back to normal. <laughs> his voice is normal now. Is I can't be thrown in a box. You know, I've done, you know, debates and things like that over the years. And I find myself in a position where. You know, I don't fit in any one particular box and people want to know what kind of box they can throw you in. They want to be able to define you a certain way. And really, it's because people are not being led by the spirit. Those who have the spirit of God, you know, who's real. That's just the bottom line. If you if you have discernment, there's no question in your mind. Hey, man, Marcus is a real man of God. He loves uh, he loves God. I don't might not agree with everything. So if you have the Holy Spirit, you have any kind of level of discernment, you will recognize Marcus Rogers is. Uh, from God. Or the uh, the spirit is in him. So, I, that that I mean that that kind of sounds like where where is this in the Bible that you have to recognize Marcus Rogers as as from God or you're not a Christian, you know? Because he always say, show me where you know or uh, you know the Trinity. You don't have to believe in the Trinity to be saved. You know you you don't have to believe in oneness. Well, show me show me this. You have to affirm Marcus Rogers' uh, apostleship, so to speak, to be a Christian. Because he says, hey, if you don't recognize that, you, you don't have the spirit within you. There's no way you can. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I would like you to prove that standard biblically. But I know he's a real man of God. But people who come from, you know, the theology side, just like the Pharisees, they knew all this Bible. Recognize who we're, we're the theology side. So automatically that makes us the Pharisees, right? Because we care about proper teaching. Uh, we care about uh, uh, true doctrine. We don't want false doctrine. We're the Pharisees, right? The theology side. Well, which automatically says he's not the theology side. Thank you for admitting what we already know, Marcus Rogers. You know, but I, I actually will buck back on that. The theology side, the guys who care about doctrine are the ones who are the, called the Pharisees. I mean, they were the hypocrites, you know. Uh, yes, and that sounds like pride to me. Absolutely. Yes, very prideful to you have to affirm me as a uh, as a Christian or you're not saved. Interesting. Jesus was. So there's a lot of people that they're not led by the spirit, right? The spirit will tell you, you know, uh, the truth. It'll show you the truth. But when you have one of those, you know, minds where, oh, I'm so studied and I break down the Greek. It's like these, it's like these people almost overthink and they're, they're more in their flesh than they are in the spirit. They rely more on their head knowledge, which is exactly what the Pharisees did. Usually the people that I have issues with, you know. I, I would disagree with that. They, they contradicted a lot of biblical teachings in light of their tradition. So it wasn't that they were just the, the, Oh, just the mind guys. No, they, they contradicted the word, you know, 
Um, secondly, God tells us to love him with our minds. You know, it's uh, just looking at the uh, freeze frame. I got him pretty funny. But uh, no, we are to love God with our minds. You know, many people have have right. We, we've separated, uh, you know, parts of, of of our being. From 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 God. Right. Right. The emotion all there. Right. Yeah. You need to love God from the heart. Right. From the emotional aspect, that's what people usually generally mean. But the mind does not have to be thoughtful in any of these things. You know, I, I disagree totally. We our minds need to be engaged as well. And that and that also is intellectually. Guess what? We grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. What the Bible tells us. But anyways, I mean Philippians 1 9 tells us to do that. Bro, why do y'all have some against bro? Well, I think what you're trying to say is, why do we have something against Marcus Rogers? I'm explaining why. If you, maybe if you watch the video, listen, you'll you'll see my actual objection to Marcus Rogers. You know, so may 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 may, may cause you to listen just for a little bit. They don't believe in the supernatural. They don't believe in. Uh, that's not true. I don't know any theology side. Well. I'm sure there are. Let me let me let me chalk that back. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm not suggesting that the supernatural doesn't exist. What he means by that is we don't think speaking tongues like he does it and knocking people out on the ground and things like that. The charismatic show. He calls that the supernatural, only the supernatural, which I would disagree. I mean. So to limit that only all all this, your, your little group. To well, this is only supernatural. I think that's an unfair, and to say, well, you don't believe in supernatural if you don't agree with speaking in tongues and all this cartwheels down the aisle. Well, I I don't think that's supernatural. I think that's just uh, entertainment, um, you know, silliness, a show, but it's not supernatural. Dreams and visions. They don't believe in tongues and you know things like that. So we usually kind of just bump heads. And so uh, I prayed about it, and I felt led to just give this explanation. Now, I will say this. All right, so he says, I felt led to give this explanation. Now, <clears throat> I mean, if I'm doing fair, I'm going to say he felt led by God to give this explanation. But very interesting, he <laughs> he ended up uh, deleting this video, which one would cause him to one would cause to be asked, who were you actually led by, Marcus Rogers? You know, uh, a lot of people have liked to say, I think this is how you say it, you believe in modalism which is not true i find when i look at you know the the words that people use to describe what they believe i don't believe in neither one this marcus rogers is a modalist now i think he's a confused modalist but he's a modalist nonetheless and we're going to see the confusion and we're going to see the modalism come out in this video very clearly um so let's press forward what kind of church it is, you know, we don't have a denomination. I believe denominations are uh, from men. I believe in the beginning in the book of Acts, they knew who was who in the spirit. And so somebody at some point, right, they opened the Bible and they started reading about, you know, the Godhead. And they said, I think I'm going to call that this blue, blue, blah, blah. And that word is nowhere to be found in the Bible. So let me actually, you know, be fair to uh, what he's trying to describe. So, yes, men you know, because because here's the thing, when we read scripture, we may see things differently. And so men throughout history, and, and this is, you know, historical truth, you know, Arianism, 
arose because men were calling something that was not biblical, biblical. And so Christians was like, well, what you're teaching is Arianism, meaning that Jesus is a, uh, uh, you know, he's less than in his nature. He's less than the father. Uh, he himself is not not the father. And it's really rooted in, um, you know, yet I don't want to bore you with, uh, you know, technical stuff, uh, but heterousius, homousius and homoousius. Uh, you know, but again, yes, men are labeling what they see in the scripture. And guess what? Marcus Rogers does that as well. <laughs> so he's a hypocrite. Let me show you. Let me give you a prime example of how he does that. Let me give you a prime example. Um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. A prime example of how he does that is gummy bear Christianity. Now, ask yourself this. If we wanted to be unfair to Marcus Rogers, here we do. Is Gummy Bear in it, it, is Gummy Bear Christianity in the Bible? Of course it isn't. You don't see Gummy Bear Christianity in the Bible. Therefore, Gummy Bear Christianity is false. I actually agree with his concept of Gummy Bear Christianity where people are soft and unbiblical and compromising, you know. But if we use his own standard, he would he would have to reject Gummy Bear Christianity. See, you see, many people will 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 post a standard, posit a standard that they themselves don't even follow. And he'll do it multiple times in this video. But that's just one clear one that we all know from Marcus Rogers, Gummy Bear Christianity. And I think one of the biggest travesties of the church is that we judge people's salvation based off of words that are not in the Bible. All right. And we are we were divided by words that are not in the Bible. So we run. And and to be and to be clear, it's not just that we're not just saying, hey, you just need to believe in some vague word Trinity. Yeah, we just make up a word Trinity. Uh, you know, th that's not what's saying we're, we're we're actually doing saying the content, the concept of that word. What we're describing, not just a word. So even then, it's not really fair what he's saying. And we say, do you believe in the blue, blue, blah, blah? And if someone says, well, no, then they say they're not saved. And here's the crazy thing. It's the silly. only requirement to be born again, according, uh, to be saved is to be born again. He's okay. So he says the only requirement to be born, uh, to be saved is to be born again. See, I haven't messed up like him. <laughs> um, the only requirement to be saved is to be born again. Now, we know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to address this in a little bit. <laughs> uh, we know that what he means by. Uh, born again is speaking tongues and you're water baptized. So I, I he's, he's actually very, uh, he, he's not as open as that as he has been in the past, but yes, Randolph McFoy says, but he judges people's salvation if they don't affirm him. Yes. <laughs> now, now notice this. We can't judge people's salvation based off a word that's not in the Bible, but the concept is, but we can judge your salvation. If you don't affirm Rockers Rogers, <laughs> what a, what a, uh, backwards, uh, statement what a what a backwards position there and that's why i make a lot of people mad and upset they don't want to accept that the truth of what i'm saying truth. the only requirement to be saved is to be born again the church is bigger than your denomination people from different denominations that are really born again and that's the bottom line Here, here's a question marcus rogers and you've already answered it are people saved if they don't think you're saved because i would say hey someone could be saved and not think i'm a christian i mean <laughs> you know that's fine. Salvation ain't based on affirming me or not affirming me. But Marcus Rogers has said, uh, 
you know, if you don't affirm here, no way you have the Holy Spirit. No way, no way you have any discernment and you're rooted in pride. So. And I feel like, man, I'm like on the tip of the spear, you know, kind of leading that because people have been so comfortable just being in their box, being in their denomination. I know people that are saved from different, uh, you know, denominations. Marcus Rogers, he's, hey, he's, the, the, God is leading him for this movement. And he's going to say that very clear. He, he's on the tip of the spear is what he says. All right, come on. And that's just the bottom line. And people don't like it. All right. Uh, and I believe that has a lot to do with pride. So here we go. You know, I believe that uh, I'm going to show you, I guess, exactly what I believe and explain wow. it. You know, and last thing I want to say, you know, you come to Firehouse, you come to our church, you're going to feel the presence of God. If you love God, if you're familiar with his presence, you're going to feel it. Uh, I, let me ask you this, guys. You know, I've read through the Bible, and I'm sure many of you guys have read through the Bible. You're familiar with a lot of scripture. Where does scripture ever indicate that the spirit is some kind of feeling that we feel when he's around. One, I thought the spirit was always around. I mean, so uh, <laughs> there's that. But even if you wanted to say in some other kind of. Um, <laughs> I just read my brother proverbial life's comment. <laughs> You're going to be waiting a while, but I get what you mean. Love you too, man. <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've never read scripture where it said, hey. The spirit is this sort of, sort of feeling you get. See, this is the dangers of many charismatic circles is that the, the spirit of God does become this presence you feel rather than, you know, actually, you know, because guess what? If it's present, you feel then, then the spirit comes, he goes and, uh, you know, um, you know, he, he's with you one second, leaves you another Nowhere does scripture ever say, hey, look, the, the, the spirit of God is this feeling we feel. I know Minister Kev says Acts 2.38. That, that verse does not say that. Spirit comes in power, yes. But nothing about this presence we feel, but we'll continue. And I've had so many people come to services and they come to me in the end in tears, just, you know, apologizing. Because people can have all these, you know, theological debates, but at the end of the day, if his presence is there, it's nothing you can say. Well, Marcus Rogers, you 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 got to remember, I've been through a um, a sermon of yours, <laughs> and and I'll 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 grant you this, I felt a presence. <laughs> I just don't think it was the presence of God. Uh, I think there was a lot of demonic activity going on from people shaking and unconscious and spazzing out. I, I will grant you there was a presence there. Not one that you want to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the New Age circles, they experience things like this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the question goes, how do you know you're not of the New Age? Because you experience the same things in them, and they would say a lot of similar things as you. But again. I've had people just, man, I was wrong. I listened to this person. I got letters that people have sent you know, to the church. They say, man, people were telling me you were this, you were that. But then when they come and they have an encounter with God. That's why I tell people, I just let the fruit do the talking, all right? Now, somebody brought this up the other day, and so I felt led to explain it, right? So I believe everything uh, started with God. God was just there by himself, all right? All right, God was there by himself, and what he means by that is the Father. That's right. Marcus Roger has a vendetta against sound doctrine and theology. Why does he pit it against the presence of the Spirit so often? That, that's so right. Marcus Rogers always appeals to this presence. 
He always appeals to this presence over over doctrine. And people like to use this example. You've got the shell. You've got notice. Notice he got the egg. He's got. He's he's going to do the classic, right? If you ever, if you ever, uh, you know, studied theology and, and and had dialogues on the doctrine of God, you you know people have used this example, right? The the classic egg example. What what else? The classic water example. The classic three leaf clover example. All those fall short of biblical examples. And I'm going to explain why. But I'll let him uh, set, show his position. It's going to be real quick though. <laughs> The, the yolk, and then you've got the uh, egg white, but it's three in one. Uh, man is made in the image of God. We've got our flesh. We've got our soul. We've got our spirit. Amen. You can be a son and a father and a soldier. You can be a... And so, again, let's, let's, look, let's look at that egg example. Then we'll move to his... Uh, what is, I'll go back. Because he said, you know, a husband, father, soldier, something like that. All right, so the egg. Is the egg a good example of the Trinity? No. Let me explain why. Let me explain why the egg doctrine, <laughs> the the egg analogy, is a bad example for the God for for God. <laughs> Someone said that's what reminds me. I need to boil some eggs <laughs> for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's here's why the egg analogy is bad. The analogy denies the unity of the Godhead. The problem with this analogy is that an egg yolk is of a very different substance than the shell, right? Also, the egg is made up of three distinct and unlike parts. They're not alike each other. The next is not like the uh, the shell is not like the egg. The egg is not like the yolk. This analogy, at best, teaches tritheism. Okay, yeah, there's one, right? But the three that's contained, the shell is different than a yolk. It's of a different substance. Right? The, 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 the yolk is different than the egg. So, so at best, this is tritheism, which is unbiblical. This is why I've, I've constantly been the one, I said, one, the one that said that analogies fall short. It's not good to... Uh, hold on to analogies like you can't explain God like a lamp when you when you're talking about the three when you're talking about God in his totality so he's like yeah this is a good example well Marcus Rogers this analogy contradicts modalism one and it's tritheism but he's gonna go on later and his next his next example actually contradicts the egg example right because because in this example you have three substances Right? Three substances. The eggshell, the yolk, and the egg. Right? Three substances. They're just of different natures. Three different natures. Um, and then the... Let's let's hear him give the example of the soldier, father... Let's see. you got the shell, you've got the, the yolk, and then you've got the uh, egg white. But it's three in one. Uh, man is made in the image of God. We've got our flesh. We've got our soul. We've got our spirit. Amen. You can be a son and a father and a soldier. Okay, you can be a son, father, and a soldier. But yet, you're still one person. Right? So, he, he, so he loves, to, and he'll do this here in a second. He loves to say, well, I, I believe that Jesus was eternal. How? If you believe that there is only one person in the Godhead. 
right? Why? How? You, you can't, as a modalist, actually believe in the eternality of the sun. Because in your theology, according to what you just said, uh, about the father, the, the son, the soldier, there's only one person. And you just said that, that God was all alone. And, and most people say, well, that was the father. In the beginning was the father, according to modalism. Now, I reject that. I believe that there are three persons that share the being, the, the, the essence, the substance of God. So I, I can affirm the eternality of something. That's what the real issue of the debate is, not what Marcus Rogers will hear in a second say it is. You can be a daughter uh, and a mother, you know what I'm saying, and whatever occupation you have, but it's three in one. So I believe it all started with God, right? And a lot of people like to That's use this example uh, with the water. I believe God is a spirit, as the Bible says. I believe Jesus is God in the flesh, which is something... I don't know where people were getting this. I kept seeing on the internet that he doesn't believe Jesus is God. I've always believed Jesus is God. People who they say uh, believe in modalism or oneness, they believe that Jesus is God. So I yes, I, and I've never made the statement that Marcus Rogers doesn't believe Jesus is God. I've always said the real, and, and, and because you're a modalist, yes, you believe Jesus is God because you believe Jesus is the father. <laughs> so I wouldn't say you don't believe Jesus is God. Now, I would argue that you can't consistently hold that because you don't believe that the son is eternal. And we'll talk about that here more in a second. I don't know where that came from, but, you know, anybody who tells you I don't believe Jesus is God, uh, that's not true. I believe Jesus is the word made flesh. They got upset one time because I said, you know, uh, Jesus is like a thought. And I'm going to explain that in the beginning. I believe Jesus is eternal. I believe Jesus is God. But now, he can't believe Jesus is eternal, and I'll show it right in a second. But, yes, Marcus Rogers believes that Jesus... And he just echoed it at one time and he didn't recant it. He says one time he said that Jesus was just a thought. And he's saying, well, that means he's eternal because he was a thought. Well, if that's the case, then we're all eternal because weren't we all a thought in the mind of God that he knew about? Well, hopefully you wouldn't conclude that we're all eternal. Like we've always had a, we've never had a beginning. We just always existed. That would be absurd. Likewise, he cannot consistently hold that the that the son um, is eternal in modalism. You know, so you you you. I know you want to say, "Hey, I believe that the son was eternal." No, you don't, because you believe in the beginning, the only the Father existed, and Jesus only existed as the Word or thoughts in the mind of the Father. So. You can't actually consistently say that the sun is eternal in your view. Yeah, see, Marcus truly confuses me. In one of his other videos, he was insinuating Jesus was created when God said, let there be light. Yes, that's exactly right. So in Marcus Rogers' theology, now what's confusing is he'll, he'll say statements that even contradicts that, right? Because then he'll turn around and say, well, Yes, the son, you know, began as words, but he's always existed. He's always been there with the father. Those statements are con not compatible. They're not compatible. Because with actually means that that's a that's a relational term. Like if I'm going to say, hey, you're with me. We, you know, generally speaking, that's a relational term. Like you, you actually exist ontologically. You have being right. I'm not just saying you're a thought or you're some kind of. Uh, category of non-presence, right? 
in one sense, you all are here with me, right? You actually exist if you're watching this. <laughs> um, if It would be absurd to say words are with me because words don't actually have, they're not relational, you know? And so he, he, he yes, Marcus Rogers makes confusing statements because he contradicts himself oftentimes, again, in this own video, often in, in the same video, he'll contradict himself. Remember in the last video we were watching, he says, um, um, you know, he says that, you know, Holy Spirit isn't a person, but then he says the Holy Spirit is personal. Well, that's exactly what the we Trinitarians mean by person, not a human being. And yes, uh, this is so true. I was going to mention this later. Uh, funny how he can, 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 funny how Marcus Rogers can critique Mike Todd, but as somebody, but as soon as somebody corrects him, it's an issue. That's, that's so right. That's so right. Oftentimes where the argument is, is what I don't believe is when we get to heaven, I don't believe you're going to see three separate individuals standing in heaven. That's actually not the argument. That's not actually the argument. I mean, I have my view on this, but the Bible does not present, hey, when we get to heaven, what is it going to look like? Like when we see God, that's that's not the argument really scripture presents. So Marcus Rogers does this oftentimes. He'll shift the argument to something that it's not about. Right. Remember when we were talking about uh, how you're saved? He did a video last week or a couple weeks ago on how you're saved. And he pretty much said baptism. And he made the opposite position take the position of sinner's prayer. Marcus Rogers does this all the time. He'll make your position something that's easy to refute or not really your position. And he'll make you uh, like, oh, well, people are arguing this. When it's not really the issue at hand, just like this. You know, some people argue, are we going to see three? Are we going to see two? Are we going to just see one? That's where uh, really when all the debates and arguments I've done, you know, it seems that's where people get stuck and caught up. And number one, it's nope. not a heaven or hell issue. It's not. All right. People try to make it a heaven or hell issue. But the only requirement to be saved is to be born again. And you have to affirm Marcus Rogers. You've already said that, <laughs> you know, uh, the the. uh what is it? Um, so he says who God is, that's not important at all when it comes to salvation. Right. It's not important at all. Hey, you can believe whatever you want about a God. God, apparently, as long as you just believe some kind of vague born again and you affirm Marcus Rogers, you're good. You know, you say Marcus Rogers is false. Oh, you're not saved. So categorically, he's made. Affirming Marcus Rogers actually more important than the nature of God himself. I want you to think about that for a second. So I believe there's just God, right? It's God is like this water, right? And if I take this water oh. and I pour it into this bottle, this is still God, right? So is he saying that's what happened with the sun? So like I said, his, his analogies actually raises more questions. So the father poured himself into this body of the son. Like, what, what, what is this analogy actually supposed to communicate? Because he doesn't explain what it actually means, like, to where it would answer some objections from it. You still have God here, and you still have God here, but you know, the water has just important. And the reason why, that uh, people get confused when I say that is the Bible says that Jesus uh, is the word made flesh. And when, he, when, when it says the word, he literally believes that it means like 
the father's words made flesh <laughs> like uh but, but again that would be very confusing reading john 3 or sorry john 1 because it says the word itself makes made you wouldn't credit the words as it has its own ontological being and presence as creating you would credit that to the father but again that that's not what John 1 is speaking about. And it says the words are with the Father. My words are not with myself. We don't have, I don't have conversation with my words. I'm the one producing my words. So again, even if you wanted to take that view, it, like I said, it, it doesn't make sense from the text. It, it actually raises a lot of more questions. Like, so Jesus was literally words? What? What does that even mean? What does it even mean to be words? right a a concept but you don't actually exist as a conscious being of your own like like i said it doesn't make sense all right and the bible says he's the lamb slain before the foundations are so yes i believe that jesus is um eternal but if you look at the book of hebrews right it says wherefore when he cometh into the world he sacrifice an offering thou wouldest not but a body hast thou prepared so let's say this is the body right a fleshly human body was prepared, all right? But he's still God, right? It's like uh, God's, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So the son took on that bodily form. So, so the water's poured out. Right? So yeah, from that example, it sounds like what he's saying is that the father existed and then I guess the father poured himself into the body of a man named Jesus and then he became God at some point. Like I said, I, he's not real clear. Like, what does this mean? When did it happen at his birth, at his baptism? But that's not what the Bible teaches. <laughs> the Bible doesn't teach the father poured himself into the son and he became God or. Yeah, n none of that example is in the Bible, by the way. And you have God, the wow. father and Jesus is is uh you know uh praying in the garden praying on the cross but it's both still god but they're still one because if i take this water and i pour it out on the table it's still water if i take this water and i pour it out over there it's still water right and i'm gonna get into the holy spirit in a minute when joel chapter 2 says i'll pour out my spirit my spirit i'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh i think when i start talking about the holy spirit that's probably where I'm going to, you know, lose a couple people with my personal, um, you know, views. Well, to be fair, Marcus, you, you've already lost us <laughs> before you even got to the spirit. You know, I mean, you've, you've only been on the father and the son and, you know, uh, you've been wrong. Wow. 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 Yes. Uh, Abba, father, punish me when I copied Marcus false prophecy about Trump. I went and told everyone that Trump was going to win because I believed Marcus. Then Abba judged me for it. So it seems like you, hey, you repented uh, from that. So I'm glad to hear that. But yeah, Marcus Rogers has not apologized for that video. You know what he did? He just deleted the video. <laughs> no humility there to say, man, I, I shouldn't have said that. I was not led by God. He's just deleted the video, the evidence. Yeah, if I put a false teacher on the street corner, he's a salesman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. And so, you know, you look at Genesis, right? And it says, uh, God said, let there be light. 
But if you read, the light wasn't created to, I believe, the fourth day, like the sun, the moon, and the stars. So what light was he talking about? Well, the Bible says that, you know, uh, Jesus is the light of the world. Now, oh, yeah. So this is the... So a sister said earlier, uh, I think it was... Uh, I don't know. Man, let me try to find that comment. Because uh, they said that he said, uh, he said the exact same thing about the light being created. Oh, man, I'm probably not going to be able to find it. Uh, so, yeah, he said, let's go back. Let's go back. Hold on. And so, you know, you look at Genesis, right? And it says, uh, God said, let there be light. But if you read, the light wasn't created to, I believe, the fourth day, like the sun, the moon, and the stars. So what light was he talking about? Well, the Bible says that, you know, uh, Jesus is the light of the world. Now, this is where it gets tricky. So, uh, Genesis 1. Let's go there. Let me uh, pull that up. Genesis 1, God said, let there be light, right? Uh, Genesis 1, 3. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Right? So, even from Mark's view, Jesus is not eternal. <laughs> Because this is right, day one of creation, God created this light. Whatever you believe this is, it can't you can't say Jesus is eternal and then turn around and say, Well, he was created on the first day. That's not eternality. Yes, yes, here he's saying Jesus was literally created. <laughs> then later in the same breath says he's eternal. You're right. So confused. So confused. This is confusion to the utmost. And by the way, guys, if you're watching the video, make sure to like. We got uh, about 100 people. Get them likes up. I believe that, yes, Jesus is eternal. And Marcus Rogers, you literally said Jesus was created. You can't say he's created and eternal at the same, t same time. He is God. But the thing is, what form... Did he exist? In? And I think this is where people get uh, have so much confusion. The Bible says great is the mystery of godliness. People want to act like they've got it all figured out, like they were standing there. And it's really just. No, we don't have it all figured out, but we can know what God has revealed. We can know what God has revealed. So I know he likes to appeal to this great is the mystery of godliness when he either contradicts himself or he gets something wrong. Or he doesn't know that again, like I said, many people have a pagan view of what it means to be mystery. Now, do we know all of God? Absolutely not. Of course not. We're not we're not uh, omniscient. But that verse isn't speaking of that. Mystery biblically means something that was hidden that is now revealed. So if God has revealed it to us, it's possible for us to know it. We you just have to study the very thing you mock. <laughs> Yeah, what form? So let me answer what he's trying to get about. Well, what the real question is, what form did Jesus exist? Well, he didn't have a body prior to the incarnation. He was spirit. And so I, I, this is a, a, a I mean, an in-depth topic to, to think about uh, prior to the incarnation. Pride, and this is where we get divided. God is a spirit, right? And so if a body was prepared, all right, and then Jesus, you know, a body was prepared for Jesus and Jesus was in that body, what form was he before? Now, there's a lot of, you know, theological conversations about 
Jesus walking in the garden and Jesus, uh, you know, uh, being with Abraham. Like people have a lot of different thoughts about it. But to me, it's it's not a heaven or hell issue or thing to argue about. Well, to to be fair, Marcus, you, you're not the standard. You know, you, you can't appeal to mystery and then just say around, well, it's not heaven or hell. I mean, you would have to actually know <laughs> in order to say that. But anyways. So when I said, hey, you know, Jesus was like a thought, I'm just saying that it all started with God. The Father. There was nobody. Remember, this is his point. Remember that bottle represented the Father earlier. There was no one with the Father. He looked to his left. Ain't the Son. Ain't the Spirit. It's just the Father. That's what he's saying. But then he wants to yell, I'm not a modalist. <laughs> yes, you are. I was there in the beginning and came flesh, right? But it's all in God. And so the father was there and I guess he created, uh, I mean, again, even in modalism, this doesn't make sense, but he poured himself into the son. Well, you know, classic modalism teaches, hey, the, the father be, now becomes the son. Like I said, modalism is so confusing. There's different variations of modalism. Because, it, but it almost sounds like he have a tritheistic view. Yeah, get them likes up. Almost sounds like he has a tritheistic view where the father creates the son and then pours himself, all of himself, into the son. Like I said, he's confused about his doctrine. Right? That he, he looks to his left and he's right. There's nobody beside him. So when he started creating, it was just God. And out of God flows everything that we see. All right? Now, some people, they, they this is what they believe. they believe. Even though John 1, the very thing he wants to appeal to, says that, Jesus creates all things. Now, I believe that the Bible says that it was spirit involved in creation, the Father and the Son. So it was, I would see this is why I'm a Trinitarian. <laughs> it was a Trinitarian creation. So not just the Father only created, but you have to credit it with the Son as well and the Spirit. God is not one. They believe it's three <laughs> people like you know, standing in a circle in heaven and talking. I believe there was just God and in him is all things. That's not even what Trinitarians believe. One, I don't believe the father has a body parts. Neither does the spirit. And the son has not always as well. So, again, this is this is just adding confusion. Yeah, <laughs> tritheistic modalists. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we can't put you in a box, Marcus Rogers, because <laughs> I think you're confused about the box you have subscribed to. But again, he, he, he constantly, um, you know, confuses thing. Yes. In models, how does a plastic bottle pour water into itself? Great question. Great question. <laughs> Things we would like to know. The word made flesh. Oh, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh, no. This is, this is funny. A big bottle, a little, a little bottle and an egg. All these analogies are so confusing because, yeah, I mean, the big bottle, I guess, is the father and the little bottle, I guess, is the son, which would actually mean, I guess, the son's a literal God than the father. And I, and this egg comes along. <laughs> what came first, the trinity or the egg, you know, I, I, or modalism of the egg? <laughs> oh, man, so confusing. So confusing. That's just <laughs> God chose to reveal himself to us. All right. Let me I think that's. I want to make sure I hit everything because people will take a clip and they will run with it. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm taking all your words, buddy. All your words. So on the internet, I think this is where 
I'll probably lose some of you and probably start uh, a huge debate. But <laughs> Marcus, you already have everything you said has been super controversial. <laughs> so you're you're almost nine minutes in saying now I'm about to get to the controversial stuff. No, you've already been there. The thing is, um, I just I can't be put in a box just because everybody believes something or they do something i believe that you know creflo dollar doing that video about tithes recently there's a lot of things that we do in church and we say in church that you know is not in the bible and that has nothing to do with god it's just man-made for example right all these words apostolic pentecostal uh baptist uh trinitarian oneness words that are not in the bible well to be fair apostolic kind of is with apostle or you know what else did he say uh Baptist, and if you're meaning just the denomination, okay, but those words stem from kind of biblical words. So at best, the only one is Trinity, but it stems from a biblical concept. <laughs> I like what Rachel says. Okay, or maybe you are the box. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But we're divided by these words, and it's like a gang. You, you gotta rep this word, or. Hey, y'all let me know tomorrow because I have a video he did a year ago where he kind of he did a little skit on the Trinity gang and the, the oneness gang, modalism gang. If y'all want me to do that, I'll do it tomorrow. And he, he kind of goes over. He, he kind of fleshes this argument out more. And so, hey, if y'all want me to do that, y'all let me know. I'll, I'll go live tomorrow. Same time. You ain't saved, right? I just don't believe that, and I don't allow myself to be put in any of those boxes. I've never met a, a pastor. I went to a church where I can. So that's why I say I, I don't believe uh, completely in uh, what do they call it? Any of these denominational names. Well, modalism isn't a denomination. <laughs> it's a uh, theological category. Trinity isn't a theological denomination. It's a category or a concept. Uh, okay, do it. Okay, I'll do it. All right, here, here are a lot of yeses. Uh, Miles Monroe and the Chosen. <laughs> yeah, in that a category. Uh, you miss why he's holding the book. I, I don't even know why he, yeah, I don't know why he picked the book up. He he, he started off, he picked the book up and said, uh, a lot of people pretty much preaching words that are in the Bible. He picked the, this Miles Monroe book up. Let me tell you, Miles Monroe is a false teacher. <laughs> uh, there's a lot to say about Miles Monroe. But, um, again, these are theological concepts he's talking about, not uh, actual denominations. The only denomination he mentioned was baptism, bat Baptist. So, <laughs> here we go again. What's the point of this video? This ain't glory God, glorifying God at all, bro. Stop trying to use his name for clout. Now, let me show you the hypocrisy. Now, when Marcus Rogers critiques people like uh, Mike Todd, LeBron James, it ain't clout. That's 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 anointing. <laughs> but what I do when I critique Marcus Rogers is for clout or I actually have a disagreement with him. So there you go. It's a mic. Facts. <laughs> OK. I'm actually I, I, I'm, I'm disagreeing with Marcus Rogers theology. Now, it'd be different. I was made a video just poking fun of Marcus Rogers and oh, look at this hideous shirt. Look at that ugly light in the back. I'm not doing none of that. I'm take the per, take the people out, take the personalities out, take Marcus Rogers out, take me out and actually deal with the concept and what we're talking about. See, that's their argument is driven in emotionalism, postmodernism. 
where you're not allowed to talk about certain people or you're hating or you're doing it for clout. Classic gaslighting, but okay. The things I just say, I, I believe this Bible from, well, this is a Miles Monroe book. I believe the Bible from front to back. I believe everything in it. I take everything literal. I really believe Eve was talking to a snake. I really believe there was a great flood. I really believe they threw Daniel on the lines in. I believe the whole Bible from front to back. I'll show you what I believe in the Bible, verse by verse, if you ask. But I just don't let a denomination define. Um. So did God? So you you said that God's word was um. Gave you the Trump prophecy. That's not in the Bible, literally. So, I mean, but you deleted that. So we, so yeah. Someone asked a question. It's a difference between correcting and doing stuff for clout. Did God tell you to make this video? Real talk. God told us to expose those who are in falsehood. So yes, in one sense, yes, he did tell me to make this video. Did God tell you to make your comments about assuming motives that you cannot prove? Prove that I'm doing this for clout. Like, objectively. Not subjectively, like, oh, well, you're just doing it about Marcus Rogers. Objectively. And all y'all bashing have to answer for God. No one's bashing. You're the actual one bashing. You said I'm a clout chaser, pretty much. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say to you guys. Okay. Oh, let's see. Alexia, Houseway, you literally on here going against every word that's coming out of Marcus Rogers' mouth. Marcus, mouth. did you pray about it before you decided to go live for clout? Did you pray before you sent this comment? See, the very standard you set for me has to be turned around to you. I don't believe I need to pray to do what the Bible says. That's like saying, did you pray before you told the truth? No, I just told the truth. <laughs> did you pray before you went to church? I mean, I don't mind praying before you go to church, but you, you don't have to pray before you go to church. You guys put an unbiblical... Where does it say you have to pray before you do the right thing? Did you pray before you wake up? <laughs> like, you just praying in your dream. Again, you were trying to find stuff and make videos about them. One, I was sent this video, so God didn't tell you that, apparently. Um, I'm not trying to find stuff. <laughs> Trust me, I could, I could find a lot of more videos if I was actually looking. Why don't you just do what the Bible says? Does the Bible tell us to address false teaching and false teachers? Yes. Therefore, we can do it. Imagine you being more mad at the sheep than the wolf. Wolf eats the uh, sheep, right? The shepherd's warning the people. The shepherd's, uh, let me give an actual better analogy. Shepherd warns the people of, of, uh, of, the, of the wolf. And you're mad, more mad at the shepherd than you are the wolf, right? It, it makes no sense. It, I, I don't get why people don't like false doctrine. Now, people will be like, yeah, Marcus Rogers is wrong there, but you still shouldn't call him out, right? Remember that last time I did the video? Someone was saying that? Don't call out false teaching. So essentially, we can't be like the apostles. We can't be like Jesus. We can't be like the prophets, we should just cut out three-fourths of our Bible because guess what? Majority of the Bible actually deals with false teachings and calling them out, correcting them. We shouldn't do like none of that. Cut out the, uh, most of the book of Revelation, uh, you know, to the seven churches because guess what? 
Guess what? We 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 can't we can't call out false teachings. See, it's 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 all fun and games <laughs> uh until we want to be biblical. So let me ask you, did God tell you Marcus Rogers is a wolf? Marcus Rogers teaches things that the Bible says are heretical. So yes, I don't need, see, here's the thing. I don't need an extra word of God when the word of God told me that. Marcus Rogers says salvation is essentially by works because he says salvation is by, by baptism and speaking in tongues. That is a works-based salvation, my friend. That is a works-based salvation. Marcus Rogers preaches what the Bible calls an anathema. So, yes, God did tell me. How? Through his word, which is inspired and inerrant and able to make one wise and to give instruction. Yes, exactly. Marcus Rogers does this, <laughs> right? They don't say they don't say nothing. <laughs> so say it's a Marcus Rogers. You ain't slick. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Is, is that Marcus Rogers? <laughs> Marcus Rogers, you so you can call out, I'm not against it, but saying someone is a wolf because someone can be off isn't the truth. I never said he's always right. So we can't we can't call no one a false teacher like the Bible does. We can't say nothing is heretical like the Bible does. Nothing's false like the Bible does. What is your heart behind this video? I'm glad you asked, Alexia, Brianna. My heart is to the t people who are following false doctrine that they will repent and turn away from it. That's my heart. My heart against the 600,000 people who are subscribed to him, over a million on Facebook who are subscribed to him, following a false teacher. That's my heart. Because I came out of false doctrine. Can you can you imagine someone beating their wife, right? The neighbor comes over, rescue her, and the and the cop comes and says, Okay, you did the right thing, but what was your heart behind it? <laughs> I don't care your heart behind it. In, in one sense, you're addressing false doctrine. Anyways. I mean, people mad because they want to define you by the denomination instead of knowing the person by their fruit are testing the spirit by the spirit, okay? And that goes back to that Pharisee stuff. Those religious theology, you know, guys. So here's right. where... I'm and gonna... so if you read a lot... Religious theologies. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, theology Matters Podcast. What What's being done is a classic fallacy called an ad hominem. What's an ad hominem? Attacking a person's character or motivations rather than a position or argument. This is, this is exactly what you see here. What's your heart? You're doing it for clout. You, you, you want likes, you want money, you want... Man, I've been doing this for years before I knew Marcus Rogers. Doing the exact same content when I only had 100 subscribers. You come along, now see my video, I want to judge uh, four plus years of content that I've been consistently doing and saying I'm doing it for clout. <laughs> right? This is a classic at hominem. Thanks, Theology Matters Podcast. I knew there was a fallacy along with it. Verses Zechariah 4 6, Micah 3 8, 2 Timothy 1 7. You know, replace the word spirit with person, and then you kind of see what I'm saying. He answered and spoke to me, saying, This is the word of Zerubbabel. Uh, I can't. 
pronounce that saying, Zerubbabel. not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. Says, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm addressing Marcus Rogers, and I'm also addressing some of these comments. It says a wolf isn't the same as someone being off, which I agree. But let me read your comment. That's like me making a video about you being off about a scripture, and I can call you a wolf. Make it make sense. I actually know Marcus. Well, I th okay, so that's actually where this a lot of this is coming from. Then there's an emotional connection. Okay, I agree. I understand. I agree with you. A wolf isn't someone that's off. I agree. I have brothers that disagree with uh, me on um, eschatology, about baptism, right? We know I'm millennial and um, the Baptist view is the correct view, right? But they're off. <laughs> I don't call them hereticals. I don't call them a wolf. Why is that? Well, here's the difference. Marcus Rogers is off on essential issues like the gospel, like the nature of God. Now, if you want to say the nature of God isn't essential, I mean... I think that's a bad view. The most important subject in the Bible is God and the gospel. And Marcus Rogers is wrong on both of those. So I'm not just making videos about Marcus Rogers like, oh, he's he's wrong because of, I don't know, the T-shirt he wears, right? That would be silly. I'm not saying he's wrong, but just because he's wrong about some theological issues. I'm saying he's off on the gospel um, and, and the nature of God and other essential major doctrines. That's the issue. If we can't say something wrong, if look, let me say it's a mic. If we can't say someone is a false teacher because they get the gospel wrong and the nature of God wrong, we pretty much can't say they're a false teacher for anything. But here's the issue. The Bible calls people false teachers. The Bible says you're an anathema, meaning accursed, if you preach a different gospel. Because there isn't one. Galatians 1. There's only one gospel we hold to. But Marcus Rogers preaches another gospel. He rejects the biblical gospel. I know you know him. Look, I got people I know too, but I'm not willing to separate the truth because of some relationship that I have with him. Look, uh, if my pastor next week came and preached the stuff Marcus Rogers, Marcus Rogers was preaching in this video, he, I would call him a wolf. I love him, but not that much. Not over God. I couldn't give you a straight video? Yes, I did. So now you're lying. I told you why I'm making this video. Because the Bible teaches these things. And guess what? I care about the Bible. Lord of hosts, not by my person, by my spirit, Micah 3, 8, but, uh, true. So I don't, so remember last time he was trying to say, well, it's not person, it's spirit. At, he, he, he's, he's conflating categories because Marcus Rogers does not understand the Trinity. So he uses bad arguments like, well, we're just going to replace the word person every time we hear the spirit. And it's not going to make sense. That's because he doesn't understand what we mean by the word person. When we say the Holy Spirit is a punk person. So, yeah. I am full of the power of the spirit of the Lord, not by the person of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord. Second Timothy 1, 7, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. God has not given us the person of fear, but of power. You see what I'm saying? It's this Holy Spirit is simply God's spirit. All right. Now, if somebody wants to say, hey, the, the Holy Spirit is a person, it's not a heaven or hell issue. I'm not, I'm not, oh, this person is going to help. I don't, it's not a heaven or hell issue. The only requirement 
To be saved is to be born again. All I want to know. So the only requirement to be saved is to be born again. And which we know from later earlier videos, what he means by that is you speak in tongues and you believe in all the charismatic stuff. Here's what false teachers do a lot. They minimize important doctrines and they emphasize minor doctrines or doctrines that aren't essential, like the gifts. He minimizes that, right? He minimizes that, but then he, 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 uh, well, he, yeah, he minimizes uh, the, the doctrines of God, the, the, the gospel. But he, he, he emphasizes all his charismania stuff. So. Is are you filled with the spirit of God? Have you been born again? That's it. If you're led by, it's crazy how, you know what, you see all these denominations, right? And I'll see people posting stuff that come from a different denomination we're posting the same stuff about the stuff that's going on in the world we're making the same executive the holy spirit is telling you the same thing is telling me we're looking at what's going on in the world we're saying the same exact things so the spirit could talk to you the holy spirit could talk to me but we can't talk to each other it makes no sense so i'm going to continue you know to push for that unity in the body of christ i feel like man-made religious ideas and theological ways of describing certain things that we read in the Bible has kept us divided. He says, look at the audience. Most people don't agree slash like him. Well, it has nothing to do with not liking him. I'm, I'm sure Marcus Rogers is a cool guy. I actually tried to meet him, but he didn't want to. Anyways, yeah, I don't agree with him because of his theological issues. So if we point out our disagreement, that means we're catering to the flesh. Well, by the same standard, that means you're catering to the flesh because you disagree with me, right? Double standard. I didn't hear you say, don't bash Marcus. Let's pray for him. You are letting folks bash him on your channel. No one's bashing him. We're disagreeing with him theologically. If that's the, if, if, look, if we take your standard, you're bashing me too. Right? Because you're disagreeing with me. That means you're bashing me. You, you know what, it's a mic. I didn't hear you say you're going to pray for me in your comments. Again, you have a double standard. I get it. This is your buddy. You know him. I get it. I understand why you're so defensive. But you have a double standard. One that you'll use for me that you that you aren't willing to consistently hold to yourself. You never once said you're going to pray for me since I have to do that, right? Right? I mean, you see the double standard. No one in the comments that I've seen has, has been making fun of Marcus Rogers, how he looks. No one's calling him homosexual like he's done to other people. No one's called him any inappropriate name because guess what? I don't tolerate that here on my channel. Everyone here knows it who's been watching my channel. Now, if they're new, they want to do that. They're not used to how I do things. Okay, I'll address it. And okay, here, if you are doing that, stop it. We don't tolerate that on this channel. That's not how I operate. We hold, we examine people's beliefs and hold it to scripture, not how they look or how they sound. Nothing minor like that. I care for what the Bible says. And guess what? Absolutely. We don't write the mail. We just deliver it. We the mailman. mailman. If you don't like the news I'm delivering, don't be mad at me. I'm just teaching what the Bible says. That's absolutely right. Man, we're in a bad age theologically, culturally, right? Because, you know, 
we can we can expose someone to false false teachers saying, "Hey, look, this is wrong," and they may agree with us, and they'll say, "Well, but your attitude's wrong about it, right?" They just I get it. Look, addressing false teacher is is never something that's enjoyable. The men of the Bible were never liked, largely. Right? Look at Jeremiah. Look at Isaiah. Look at Apostle Paul. All everybody in the Bible was not liked. They, they had all kinds of reasonings, right? I, I think of Isaiah thirty. What do they want rather than the truth? Speak to us smooth things, right? Speak to us illusions, dreams, the things we like. Don't 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 talk about the bad stuff. So much for preaching the whole counsel of God's word. Look, I, I, look, I've come to a point in my in my life. And I pray we all do. And, and guess what? I still need to grow. Right. I still need to grow because <laughs> sometimes I can be a coward. I'll admit that. I'm not as bold as the men in the Bible, as men throughout history who were die for the truth. You got people that only want to be mocked for the truth, let alone actual persecution. Anyways, I come to a point in my life, man, to where, look. And like I said, I hope I'm consistent with this. I understand whenever you talk about false teachers, false teachings, there's always going to be people who uh, aren't liking what you're doing. But as I read the Bible, as I examine what this says, I mean, you cannot read the New Testament and see it being mostly, largely apologetic. Now, it's not all that, but it is that. So if you want to get rid of addressing false teachers, you don't want to be biblical. You don't want to be like Jesus, right? People, what would Jesus do, right? WWJG, we made the bracelet popular, right? Few people want to do it. And I'm not saying I'm the model for these things. I'm just saying we should be doing it. If you don't care about theology, you don't care about God's word, you don't want to be biblical. Sorry for that rant. And guess what? I'm probably one of the only ones really pushing for this unity with a main platform because what a lot of people do... Uh, you know, see, Marcus Rogers thinks too highly of himself. A big time worship leader, or you know, uh, they have a big time platform. They just they don't tell you what they believe. You'd be surprised, right? How many people that I know, like, uh, they'll say, "Oh, that's a, a modalist or whatever," but you don't know because they don't feel like it's a smart business move to say, "Oh, I'm this denomination." They just, man, I I believe in Jesus, and they try. To yeah, a lot of people are compromisers. Yes. But Marcus Rogers is mad because a lot of these artists won't feature him, I guess. And so he's mad, right? I get it. <laughs> Stay out of the theological stuff. And I believe there's also a lot of hip... I've seen a lot of hypocrisy with that kind of stuff, too, because people are like, oh, I can't work with this guy. He's from a different denomination. But then I've seen them work with, you know, on the Christian rap side and the music side, you know, Kanye West and Snoop Dogg and all these people. So their theology doesn't matter, like... Justin Bieber can come to church and we don't care. He's like making trash music and stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, but I can't work with this guy from a different. Yeah, he's mad that they'll work with the Kanye's or the Justin Bieber's, but they won't work with him. I, okay, well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell him there. All right. Denomination who might not believe something exactly like me that's not a heaven or hell issue. That's ridiculous to me. You can't work with. Maybe he's talking about people like Lecrae who will work with secular artists. But I don't know if I don't know if Marcus. I'm just saying people like him. Uh, well, that's that's pretty. I found that pretty funny. 
somebody like that loves the Lord, you, their souls are being won, the fruit is there, but yeah, I can, Justin Bieber can come in my church and lead worship. Kanye West can come in my church and get on the microphone because they're so big. It's like theology doesn't matter. That stuff is ridiculous to me. You know, it's just real hypocritical. And it, it shows is. what's really going on in people's hearts. So I know even this video is going to probably make a little, a lot of people upset. And I probably won't even, I'll turn the comments off so people can't argue. You know <laughs> not, not, not only did you turn the comments off, you deleted the video. <laughs> uh, that's right, Kian. Uh, those who get angry at dressing false teachers have not read the Bible, in my opinion. Absolutely. Or at least consistently, maybe they're focusing on other things, right? Uh, but because I find that many, many camps will do this. And I, I was once guilty of this, right? You you stick to your favorite parts of the Bible, right? <laughs> right. You get something, you, you start reading the Bible through you like, I never knew this was in there. Yeah, maybe, uh. You should just read all the Bible. Stop just camping out on your, you know. Anyways, that's a, another message for another time. But, but yeah. I don't know. I'll pray about it. But I just wanted to get on here and explain it. You know. He, he, he not only did he prayed about it, but he deleted this video. So it's it's funny. You know, he's he's all mad that these people won't feature him. You know, he's all pray about it. You know, I'll turn the comments because I don't want to deal with the haters. And he's, even though God told me to make this video for those people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good point. Marcus Rogers doesn't like Justin Bieber's theology. Is he a theology guy now? Right? Wasn't he? Wasn't he uh, just making fun of those who died deeper in the context in the Greek and Hebrew, calling those people the Pharisees? Doesn't Marcus? Doesn't no? Hold on, wait. Remember, Marcus Rogers says the only thing you need to be saved is just believe in right. You're born again. Justin Bieber believes that. Well, <laughs> oh man. So why are you mad? Maybe they just don't like you as an artist. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, and, and and here's to show you I'm not hating. I don't think Marcus Rogers is bad at music. He, he makes some catchy music stuff. It's the theology I have an issue with. Because I see a lot of people, they say, oh, this is what Marcus believes. And they're wrong. They don't know what I believe. And a lot of they I know what you believe, Marcus Rogers. You know why? I actually watch your content. I take time to, to look at what you're uh, talking about. So... I can't even explain what they believe. They just try to act like they got God figured out. When people try to act like they got God completely figured out, I would stay away from those people. That's this is the guy that said God is like the egg and pouring a water into another water bottle. I mean, he he's not claiming to know who God is, but <laughs> stay away from people who do know, who claim to do. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, Marcus Rogers contradicts Marcus Rogers in .03 seconds. <laughs> Absolutely pride i'm pushing for unity that's what that's what i believe that god wants you know in these end times love you guys so he's pushing for unity by by unity ignoring major theological differences for i guess god 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 wants you to actually ignore those stuff yeah don't be worried about who i am don't be worried about the gospel just you be unified unified in what the truth how can we be unified in truth if we just ignore those things? Matter of fact, when you say God wants us to be unified, that which God? Who? Can can we can we now just partner with polytheists in ministry? See now, see once you once you do the whole theology doesn't matter. I'm gonna hold you to that consistency, right?
He, I'll, I'll, I'll hold you to that consistency. And guess what, guys? Hold me to that consistency. You guys, every video I always tell you, right? Think about it. Think about it. I never tell you guys just believe what I say because I say it. Now you know the whole. Well, he can never admit when I'm wrong. I've admitted when I'm wrong, and I tell you guys, don't just take word for what I said. Always in light of scripture. <laughs> I don't usually contradict myself, but when I do, I don't. <laughs> Marcus Rogers. <laughs> right. You know, I've never put myself as the standard. So, um, funny how you need a standard to pull apart and judge. I don't, I don't know what that means, but God is the standard. Scripture is the standard. And yes, we should judge John seven twenty four. judge righteously. The Bible tells us to do. I, I, I know uh, Tupac made it, made it popular. Only God can judge me, but that's not in the Bible. I hope you guys know that. <laughs> That was a cool secular saying, I guess. But that's not biblical. You should judge. Every day you should judge. You make those judgments every day. You get out of the car, judge. Should I go the way with the heaviest traffic or the least? Well, God, I can't judge. I'm going to just go. I'm going to just be led by the spirit and go with all this traffic. Be late for work and get fired because I can't judge. Don't be silly. You are the judge. Every day we make judgments. I'm not going to go do that dark alley with all those guys in hoods with guns on their hips. I'm going to go the other way. That's a judgment. And that's a good judgment. <laughs> but when it comes to Bible, I can't judge. Just, hey, let go, let God. Right? Be free, happy, love, peace. What, what What's all the sayings? I don't know. <laughs> what's all the cultural cliches of Christians? No, you should judge. In light of what scripture says. Now, don't be a hypocrite. Don't don't just judge on your own opinion. Judge accordingly with scripture. So, yes, don't be hypocritical in your judgment. <sighs> um, so, yeah, 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 it's hypocritical judgment. That's the sin. That's right, Mary. Spot on. Yeah, absolutely, Adrian. Yeah, if you cannot see the error following Marcus Rogers, you know what? I've said this and I've said this before. And I, I'm not the originator of, of this concept. I believe I heard it first from Paul Washer, and I'm sure he got it from a Puritan who got it from something else, which ultimately stems from the Bible. But people who follow false teachers, that is God's judgment upon them. They are being judged. You know how deceived you have to be to follow someone like a Marcus Rogers, like a T.D. Jakes, like a Creflo Dollar, like a like a Joel Osteen. Who else? Like a like a, let me let me think of a female, a Joyce Meyer. You know how deceived you have to be. And guess what? We should pray that God not least that in judgment upon us. Right? That God will have you so blinded that you would think you're following his word. That that is that is amazing blind. Think about that. You're reading God's word, yet you still are blinded. The thing that you have, right? The thing you're reading that frees, frees your sight, right? You're supposed to hear, but you're blinded as, and as deaf as the world is. You, you're more blind. 
Because you claim to know the truth, right? Oh, Jesus set me free. But you're still in chains. Ultimate deception. Ultimate deception. And Jambalaya, I've I've heard you saw some of your con. (laughs) What you presented a lot is straw mans. No one in this chat that, to my knowledge, um, believes you should just live however you want. I'm I'm not antinomian. Creflo repented about how he represented the ties. Uh, Avern, I have a video on that if you would like to check it out. Um, I do not believe his pre- uh, uh, his repentance <laughs> was genuine. He even says, I'm not apologizing. But I took a look at that and showed how he, he actually didn't change his position, really. He still holds to the word of faith view of giving, that if you give, you'll be blessed. Sorry, apostles, <laughs> shots fired. But um, but yeah, if you if you would like to take a video uh, of or check out my video, I did like a short fifteen minute video on that, and I kind of go through some of what he says and uh, explain uh, why I don't, why I don't think it was actually uh, him him changing his position really, and so uh, hopefully that'd be helpful if you wanted to watch it. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean we we have to be serious. Uh, yeah, we have to be serious about theology and not just the stuff that we like better uh not just stuff that we like right right if we're going to say we believe in all of god right we can't just focus on the love right we have to be about god's love right we have to preach it absolutely we can't just preach grace we have we we, we must preach grace but that's not just all we preach about god we have to also preach god's wrath that's not all we preach we have to preach his justice it's not all we, we have to preach the totality of God. Right? The totality of God. Maybe I read you wrong, uh, Jambalaya, so my apologies if I did. Maybe you're speaking to someone else. My apologies. Um, yes, the Bible tells us to preach the full counsel of God. Well, matter of fact, Paul says the blood's on my hands if I don't. Right? The, the blood is on our hands if we don't preach all of God's word. Guess what? That means we talk about false teachers sometimes. It means we talk about the gospel. We talk about love. We we talk about grace. We talk about wrath. We talk about justice. We talk about hell. We talk about heaven. <laughs> so the whole counsel of God, let that be the word of the day. <laughs> Maybe the word of our lives. Preach the whole counsel of God, man. I, I thank you guys for watching. I'll be live tomorrow. I know I'm going to get some same similar comments. So if those watching, key this moment in. <laughs> you be like, yep, he predicted. Hey, I'm not a prophet, nor the son of a prophet. But I am predicting when I do the video tomorrow, a lot of people will be making similar comments. And so I've never seen any of these people before today. <laughs> but uh, I, I, that's another comment for another day. Uh, but thank you guys for watching, man. Tune in tomorrow. Matter of fact, if you're watching, like the video. If you're not subscribed, this first time watching, subscribe. I appreciate you for watching. Uh, try to be interactive in the comments as much as humanly possible. I am thankful for all my moderators, people I've gotten to know over the months, weeks, years. Some people have been following this channel for some years. I think of Travis Arnett, who just dropped in. Appreciate it, bro. Been subscribed to this channel for quite a while, man. Before, I, I, I might not even crack the thousand subs he might have been here. So 
he's an OG of the All Things Theology channel. So appreciate you, bro. Um, like I said, thank you all for watching. Till the next time, you know how we do it here at All Things Theology. I'm your boy Kate Up. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Grace and peace. Hey, grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Hey, till the next time. Grace and peace.